Welcome to the God and Your Business podcast. I'm Dr. Una, your host, a Jesus lover and serial entrepreneur. Each week, we will unlock timeless secrets for business success from the Bible. Regardless of your faith, I invite you to join me on this journey with the only thing you'll need, a healthy dose of curiosity. And now for the episode. Well, hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the God and Your Business podcast. And I am so excited to bring this to you, okay? This is going to be one of those episodes that you will come back to again and again, and that is really going to create radical transformation in your life, okay? Now, the backstory of this episode is that I realized that I had this season where I was experiencing a lot of stress. Like on the outside, nobody could tell. And I was doing all the things, right? I would pray in the morning. I'm doing my meditation. I would take my walks. You know, I take time to do that. I listen to podcasts so that I'm motivated. I do my work. I'm getting big breakthroughs in my business. So all is well. But there was this underlying current of stress that was just there. And it didn't matter whether I slept enough. It didn't matter whether I went on a vacation or not. It didn't matter if I did the self-care things or not. It was just there. And I was like, Lord, this is crazy. What is this? You know? And it was so subtle that I never even really prayed about it because it's just something I noticed. I'm like, this is weird. Like I usually function with a lot of peace where I can be really busy. I can be doing a lot of things, but in the midst of it, I'm like living my best life. I'm like happy on the inside. I'm peaceful. I don't feel like I'm carrying a weight, but I started feeling like, you know, I'm still running, but I'm carrying this weight with me. And so when it dawned on me that, look, this has been going on and you've been walking around with this weight, I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm like, okay, so Lord, what do I need to do? And he started talking to me about the fact that I had taken the burden of the responsibility of the results. I had taken that on, right? As opposed to executing to the best of my ability, releasing my faith to the best of my ability and leaving the weight of the result to him. Okay. So, you know, it's kind of like where the Bible says, cast your cares on the Lord. Right. And so it doesn't mean that we don't work. It doesn't mean that we don't strategize, execute all of those things, but the weight of the guarantee of the result and all of that, we don't bear that. That's him. That's his job. That's his part in this. Right. And so he started talking to me about that. And I looked, I was like, you know what? Yeah, that is one difference between when I had a lot of peace and now, like I am taking the weight of the responsibility of the outcome a little bit more than I had. And so I continued praying. I knew there was more to it. So I continued praying about it. And then he took me to Matthew chapter 11, 28 to 30. This is so beautiful. And we unpack that. And I want to I want to share that with you. Okay, this is going to change your life. It changed my life right away. Like I finished looking at this, meditated on it, started acting on it, and I went from really stressed out to back to peace. It's so good, so good. So Matthew eleven twenty eight verse thirty, and I'm going to read this from the Message translation. It just there's it, it it reads a certain way. Okay. So Matthew 11, 28 to 30, message translation, it says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. 
get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn how to live freely and lightly. And if you've ever had a season in your life where you've been stressed out, then this these scriptures just feel like, wow, like cold water in a hot summer afternoon in Atlanta, right? (laughs) That's really what they feel like. But are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? Come to me. And so I want to unpack you know, some of the truths from this scripture, I'm sure I'm not going to be able to do all of them, but there's some things that dawned on me. So the first thing is when he asked if we're tired, if we're worn out and all of that, his solution was come to me. Okay. We live in a generation of self-care, right? Like this is what you do for self-care. You you meditate, you do some yoga, you go to the spa, you like all of those things. And those things are important, Right. But if you are looking for real rest, real peace, to live above stress, you want a peaceful, when I say peace, I know it's internal peace, right? Because everything can be good on the outside, but there's a volcano going on in the inside, right? That internal peace, the ability to keep rising higher and growing in peace instead of getting more stressed out and things like that. The source of real rest is Jesus. You're stressed out. You're worn out, you're tired, you're burned out. He said, come to me. Come to me. The source of real rest is Jesus. He's the one. And, you know, that was like, wow. So when I feel that way, or if it feels like I'm getting burned out or any of those kind of things, the person I look to, to get out of it is him, right? And if you look at the end of it, he says, You'll learn to live freely and lightly. If that is something that I want, I want to live freely. I want to live lightly. You know what I mean? Like it sounds so good just reading the scripture. If I want that, then I come to him. There is no place to find that outside of him. That's why we can go on vacation as part of self-care and we need a vacation from our vacation. We need to rest from our vacation. This is why we can go to bed like, oh, I'm so stressed out. Well, get nine hours of sleep. I get nine hours of sleep and I wake up tired and stressed out. Like, you know, and so I'm not saying those things are bad. Please don't misunderstand me. But there's a higher dimension. There's a guaranteed dimension. And that real rest can only be found in Jesus. Okay. So that's the first truth. So let's go back and look at it. So he said, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Okay. He's the source. Come to me. He says, get away with me and you'll recover your life. And at the end, he says, keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. So when we think about Jesus as our source, the source of real rest, then the question becomes, okay, so how do we How do we engage with that process? What do we do? Okay. And I pulled out three things. There are more, but there there are three things, right? And one is fellowship with him. Okay. So what I just read, get away with me and you'll recover your life. He says, keep company with me 
and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. It starts with fellowship. And this is, it always brings me back to this point where I'm like, the things that are considered basic Christian habits, foundational Christian habits, the number of issues in our lives that they solve is unbelievable. And so we're here, we're back here. We're back here to prayer, spending time in prayer, spending time in worship. And but it's not just doing it in the morning and checking it off and maybe doing it before you go to bed and checking it off. Because what he said here is walk with me. It is practicing walking with Jesus all through the day, which means, yes, you have these concentrated times of prayer, but then as you go about your day, because if you think about it, the Bible says, you know, that we are the temple. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit, which means the Holy Spirit is with me. Jesus says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. I'll be with you always. So that means I'm never alone. It means that God is with me. The question is, do I have any conversations with him? Do I engage with him at all? other than these prescribed times of prayer. And so it is practicing the presence of God. It's practicing walking with Jesus. It is going about your day. And as things happen in your day, you're like, oh, Lord Jesus, thank you for that. Lord Jesus, this is going on. How do I handle this? This, It's having dialogue, having a conversation, building a relationship, right? And having, you know, just think about it. If you are walking with your spouse or, you know, your kid who's old enough and you guys are hanging out all day, you don't talk to them in the morning when you start at the end. Like this is a continual thing is practicing that. And that way you can celebrate the things that are working. You can ask him questions about the things that are confusing. You can cast the care of things on him. You're like, Lord, this is going on. I'm not sure how to handle it. In the natural, I know this is what I'm supposed to do, so I'm going to do this, and I'm depending on you. Your word says, so I'm depending on you for the resolution of this, and you can cast that. Like, imagine if you could cast your care on him all through the day instead of acquiring all these things and worrying about all these things and letting all these things pile up on you, because they're sneaky. They're really sneaky. I had no idea that was functioning under a certain level of stress, okay? So, So that first thing is fellowship. Fellowship. How do I engage this process of coming to Jesus? Number one is fellowship, practicing the presence of God. And when you start this, it's not natural. So it really means that you can <laughs> you can actually set four alarms on your phone that go off four times. Like, have you talked to Jesus lately? Right. And it's just to start learning that habit, like not ignoring him all day, walking with him. Okay. All right. So that's the first thing. The second thing is learning his ways learning his ways. Okay. And sometimes it's like, well, who can know the ways of Jesus? There are four books written about him, right? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And so sometimes we're like, how can I know? But there's stuff that's already revealed. We can start from there. Okay. So that means going through the word, reading, maybe pick a book of John and you're reading it and you're like, wow, how did Jesus behave? And then you're realizing, oh, he prayed every morning. He spent time in the presence of God. He studied the word. He practiced gratitude. He expected gratitude. He delegated, right? From the beginning, he started working on his 12 disciples and stuff like that. Like you're learning his ways, right? His ways can be found in his stories, right? And each of the gospels come with the, from a different perspective. So you can learn his ways, right? So he says here, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Real rest. Walk with me and work with me watch how I do it, right? And so when we know his ways, we can discover how he lived above stress. We can discover how he was so busy and he was okay, right? We can start learning those things. So now we don't read the 
the Bible as a religious book, but we're reading to uncover the mysteries there. Like, Jesus, how did you do this? Right? And the thing is this, you might say, oh, when I read the Bible, I don't understand it. But the Bible calls the Holy Spirit our teacher. And what that means is that when we go to read, we're like, Holy Spirit, open my eyes. Open my eyes to see how Jesus lived, the strategies he used to live stress-free, right? And all of that. So so that's the second thing is, is knowing his ways. And then the third thing is actually following his ways, right? Because it's one thing to know, it's another thing altogether to make a commitment and to do it, right? And so when you start learning these things that he's doing, then you start practicing them. You learn, you obey. You know, the kingdom really is not is not like Burger King, right? Burger King, their tagline is have it your way. The kingdom is not that way. There is a prescribed way, but that way is given for our benefit. Every instruction that God gives us is for our benefit. It's for us, it's to help us, it's to support us, it's to give us a life that, you know, that's great to live. If you think about it, a product maker, manufacturer puts in a manual. The manual is not designed to restrain and restrict and, you know, like make the life of the product boring. The manual is given so you can get the most out of the product. It's the same thing with us. This is a manual of life and was given to us to help us get the most out of life. It's not a restrictive book. It's not a book of do's and don'ts and, you know, I'm going to hate you and, you know, pull out a sledgehammer if you don't do it the way I said it. That's not what it is. It's a manual so you can get the most out of life. So it's fellowshipping with him. It's learning his ways. It's following his ways. Fellowshipping with him, learning his ways, following his ways. And I am telling you, I am telling you, this concept right here took me from underlying stress to back to joy and peace and so giddy on the inside in the midst of whatever is going on. And I, I could not not share it with you. So I want I, I want you to take this. I want you to adopt it. I want you to realize Jesus is the source of your rest. Source of, if you want to live freely and lightly, it can be found in Jesus Christ. It can be found in him. Okay. And you're going to start spending time with him, practicing his presence. We're going to spend time in his word, learning his ways, and you're going to follow his ways. Okay. Every time you obey the scriptures, you're doing this for your own good. You're doing this to set your life up so you can live full of joy and peace and love life. Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. And then they amplify so they'll have an enjoy life to the fullest until it overflows. That's the life he called you to live. So I want you to apply this. And this is something I would really love to hear about the impact it had in your life. So feel free to PM me, um, send me, it's, inbox me. I am Dr. Una Chuku on Instagram. I am Neka Una Chuku on Facebook. And you can, you can share that with me. I would love to hear your story, but go apply this and start living stress-free. All right. I'll see you on the next episode. Don't forget to share this with a friend. You've been listening to the God in Your Business podcast. If anything you've ever heard on this podcast has helped you, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It really helps us get the word out. Thank you so much. And remember, you are not alone in business. You're doing business with God, the smartest being in the universe. See you next week.